lock and load. This is GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. The leader in the fight to reclaim and expand our Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Here's your host, Executive Director of GeorgiaCarry.org, Jerry Henry. Good morning. Welcome to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour this beautiful Saturday morning in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. I got a, we're going to have an interesting show today. We got a couple of guys that won the contest on appearing on our 100th show. I think it'll be interesting because they don't know each other, although I do know both of them. And uh, we're going to see what kind of what kind of mischief we can get in today by talking about a few different things. First off, I want to tell you that uh, next week. My guest will be Mike Minkus, who is one of the founding board members of GeorgiaCarry.org. Mike and I will uh, discuss statistics and several other things uh, that uh, that we kind of complain about from time to time, about other groups calling us gun control and things of that nature. And then the following week, I will have uh, Tim and Manya Parker. Tim is the uh, treasurer of GeorgiaCarry.org and a board member. And Manya is our event coordinator who sets up our convention. So the subject for that show will be basically our GCO convention this August 3rd, uh, or it's 4th and 5th. Now, in the studio with me today, we have two members, uh, Danny Moore and Philip Doolittle. Danny's from Lithia Springs, and they've been a member since uh, about 20, 2008. And Philip is from Fayetteville. That's correct, okay. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, and he's been a member since about 2012, so they're both longtime members. So, uh, Danny, talk about us. What do you want me to talk about, Jerry? <laughs> I want you to tell me whatever you want to say. Anything you want to say about uh, about what you do, who you are, what George Carey means to you, etc. Well, you can talk uh, about your chickens. <laughs> i got some of them myself. Yep. Well, George Carey has been a uh, uh, an organization that has really made me comfortable being able to protect myself and it like uh, a lot of people talk about i originally uh joined georgia carry when i decided it was time i needed to start carrying something to protect myself and i searched the internet found georgia packing and that led to georgia carry and uh been a member like you said since 2008 and I, i went to some events that uh you probably didn't go to when the thing was brand new. No, I didn't. I didn't. If you're talking about Red Top Mountain. Red Top no, Mountain and uh, a Charlie Elliott <laughs> State Park. I did go to Charlie okay. Elliott. Charlie Elliott was the first one I went to. Okay. I had just become the recruiting coordinator for uh, down south at uh, Forest Park at that time, and I did make that one. You were there at that yes, one? Yes, I was at that one. Uh, do, you, do you remember the first time me and you met? Uh, uh, no. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was at the Expo Center. Over in uh, Jonesboro at one of the gun shows. Uh, it, it, we were supposed to meet at the uh, Old Mill Range. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you couldn't find it that That's day. That's correct. I and I gave it. a banner. I had this wild idea after I got in on Georgia Carey that I wanted to help some other people be recognized and show that Georgia Carey cared about our sponsors and stuff. Right. And I brought it up to uh, Ed Stone that I wanted to get some banners and hand out to people. He said, handle it. You yep. know, take care of it, do it. 
And uh, I did, and we gave out banners to a whole bunch That's of people. That's correct. I had forgotten about the old mill, Dave, but I, I was at a gun show at Forest Park. Yeah. And, and I left, went down, couldn't find a place. I can find it now, but yeah. it's still not the easiest thing to find. No, it's not. And uh, so I came back, and then you came back to the show, and I met you that evening yeah. or, or that afternoon. I and, remember you, you saying, I remember you asked me if we were giving out buttons at the door because everybody in there seemed to have a gun safe live button. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, me and you gave a banner that first day to uh, Chris Hunt. Yes, we did. Remember uh, that? Now, that was a different show, though, because that, that was at the Expo Center at, uh, uh, in Jonesboro. Uh, he had his booth right there at the door when we came in. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also gave one to uh, Autry's Armory. Yep, we sure did. And there were several other places that we did. Uh, there, were, there were several we gave out. I think there was, there was like 10 total or something, I, I, I believe. that At least. I, I couldn't tell you how many we gave out. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun, too, to, to go out and show those people that we really thanked them for their sure. sponsorships mm-hmm. and stuff. We did. You know, it, it was a good deal. Well, Philip, tell us a little bit about you instead of just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm an Atlanta native. I went to school right here at Tech. See it out the back window here. And that's actually what got me started carrying about 20 years ago. Uh, living in and around Homewood and Tech Park, or, or, or Home Park and Techwood, uh, you realize that walking around at night with your books at 9 o'clock and calculators and expensive electronics is just not a safe place to be. Right. Um, so and I, nothing's changed, by the way. Yeah. Still <laughs> well, no, it has changed. It has changed. It we will passed change. 280 last It will week. change. It hasn't and, uh, changed till January, July the 1st. Yep. So uh, I, I grabbed Daddy's old 38, and at the time, I believed that you could carry openly without a license, and so that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I wandered around the streets of downtown Atlanta uh, with my 38 strapped on like Wyatt Earp. And uh, it's a miracle I wasn't arrested. Yes, it was. Um, so, uh, <laughs> because you couldn't carry openly at that time yeah, without exactly. a license. <laughs> exactly. You could prior to 1910, but you don't look quite that old. No, no, not quite. Um, so a, a bunch of years passed, went off, raised some kids, and uh, a buddy of mine, good buddy of mine, Tim and I were sitting around, and he said, you know, I believe I'm going to go get my carry permit. And I said, you know, I think I might just do that too. Uh, and we did. We went and got our carry permits, and I'm running around the streets of Fayetteville with a, a pistol in my pocket, and I'm thinking, you know, I probably ought to learn a little bit about the law <laughs> if I'm going to be doing this. So um started doing my research, and like most people, I landed at Georgia Packing, and from there I found Georgia Carry. Um, started re- easy connection once you get on one to yep. find the other, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you find out quickly that one's all about chit chat and the other's all about actual facts. <laughs> um, but, uh, from there I, I started deciding, you know, maybe I want to, uh, involve myself with the group Georgia carry <laughs> and I emailed, saw an event near me, uh, down in Peachtree city. And I emailed and said, Hey, look, I'd like to come out and help you guys if I can possibly do so. Uh, I got an email from by uh, from a guy by the name of Jerry that I'd never heard of at that point, to be frank. And uh, gotta watch that guy. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, got directions on how to go down there and headed down and showed up at the event. And they've got security and police and a gate they're going through and they're checking people. And I've got my pistol on my hip and I'm like, well, I've read the law a lot of times. We're fixing to test it out. And I ain't gonna lie to you, the pucker factor was high when I walked <laughs> through that gate. Um, and I went down to the booth, and I met Jerry, who I now know is Jerry Henry, uh, the executive director of GCO. But at the time, I just knew it was a guy named Jerry. Uh, and well, that's I, all he is now. I, well, I'm actually really grateful that I didn't know because uh, I wasn't intimidated in meeting, you know, the big cheese. Uh, well. So we talked and chatted, and you showed me the ropes of what a recruiting booth actually does. And 
it was a great day. And it was afterwards that I found out that uh, you were actually Jerry Henry. Well, yeah. we don't. We, we, I try to keep that low profile. Basically, I don't. I don't. It's not that I'm trying to hide anything. It's just that. Just that your personality. I, well, I'm. I'm no better than anybody else. We're all part of this movement, and I can't do anything without y'all. And and. Uh, y'all are the ones that really make it go. We just kind of try to steer it down the road, and y'all keep pushing it from behind. So, uh, like I said, I, I, I've never – as a matter of fact, if we were at a show and somebody tries to introduce me as that, I tell them, I'm Jerry. Don't, don't sweat that. It, it's, I know they do it uh, – I know they do it out of respect, but I, I prefer just to be called Jerry. And and uh, and I do I do like it when somebody leaves and somebody goes, oh, you know who that was? Yep. So. But it, it's helpful. But on the other side, uh, those of us out here are grateful. Uh, I've seen Georgia when the gun laws were nasty, and I've seen Georgia today when the gun laws are awesome. And those of us that didn't put in the blood, sweat, and tears that you guys did, um, we're very grateful for everything George Carey's done for you us. Know, I, I never realized that I had a chance to, to go down to the Capitol and sit in on meetings and see what goes on down there until people like Jerry told me about, you know, come down. You know, there's nothing to it, you know, know? and that is one of the most interesting things that I've ran across in a long time is just the way they conduct business, you know, down at the Capitol. I I have to agree 100 percent with that. I've learned so much from Jerry and Ed and John and and Kurt and Dan and all the guys uh, who who understand the process that have been willing to include us in the process. Uh, before, I was uh, a lot like another organization that we won't name here. Uh, if I didn't like a law, I called up my representative and I told him what I thought Cussed of him and his and rotten on. law, and, <laughs> and and nothing got accomplished. And then after I met you guys and I actually observed the process, and some of the guys said some with a lot more tact, Kurt, and some with less, not naming anybody, <laughs> said, you don't know what you're doing. You're, you're making a fool of yourself. And uh, you begin to watch the process, and you're like, oh, this this works. This works well. Yep. Well, it's amazing the number of people that that make the same statement that uh, Danny made about not not even knowing you can go down to the Capitol. Luke Crawford was in here a couple of weeks ago on the show. You know, the conceal uh, students for concealed carry on campus, and he said the same thing. He said he told a bunch of his guys, members, and friends, said, "Well, let's go down to the Capitol and, and talk to them." And they go, "You mean you can do that?" Well, yeah, it's your building. You know, yeah. you own it. We Why own it. Why can't you? Yeah. And and it's it's amazing that that no that not more people do that, and not poor, more people apparently don't know it. And uh, and there's nothing to be intimidated about. No, it's that. not not at all. You know, it's it's a, it's a very interesting process oh, to yeah. what they go through, the way they do their business. You know, yeah. making it, making the sausage, so they say. You know, you got to watch that. Got to watch that making the sausage stuff because that's uh, that's where it all comes from. Uh, we're getting ready to take a, a short break here in just a minute. Before we go, I want to remind you to go to georgiacarry.org, our website. You can join. You can uh, renew. You can read up everything that we've done. You can follow us at Georgia Carry. Uh, I'm at Got Your Back 64. And you can uh, download the commercial-free podcast for this show on Newstalk1160.com. We will be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. 
Welcome back to GeorgeCarry.org Radio Hour. I'm here with uh, Danny Moore and Philip Doolittle. We're having a lively discussion right now, and uh, want to kind of turn the program back to them again. I wanted to ask uh, ask what you do in your your private life. You uh, what what kind of business you're in? Uh, I'm in IT security. Uh, I'm uh, with a wonderful company called Duluth Travel on the north side of town. I am gracious, or they're gracious enough to allow me to work out of my home. Um, so I, uh, I drive the kids to school. I come home. I, I do my job uh, doing security planning and security work. Uh, and then I go pick them up, and I, I have the benefits of being uh, a full, full-time employee and being Mr. Mom. Good. Uh, so, uh, well, I noticed you were in your uh, dress clothes today for work. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, I knew I was going to be on the radio, and people would see how I was dressed. Yeah, and <laughs> there we are. It's, uh, by the way, I like your outfit. <laughs> uh, it looks a whole lot like mine. Yeah, it does. Y'all kind of match. <laughs> if, we, if we had the bottom part of these pants, everything would be cool. There we go. And, uh, Danny, what do you, I know you you were, I think you're, uh, you've had a lot of medical problems. I know you had a lot of problems several years ago, and we were really kind of wondering whether or not we were going to see Danny again at one point in time. It was it was a rough year back in 2012, I must, I must admit. It was pretty tough. And since then, I, I, I'm retired, I get. Uh, disabled and retired at the same time. So, but uh, I did uh, maintenance and printing plants mm-hmm. for years and years, and uh, printing has just gone away as the internet grew. My my chances for a job kept shrinking, you mm-hmm. know, and there were fewer and fewer and fewer places that I could go to work. And right. it just uh, when I got sick in 2012, the plant I was working for closed the first week I was in the hospital. Mm. So. And it was real easy to just to retire after that and and forget about it for a while, you know. So now you sit at home and raise chickens. I raise chickens. I uh, uh, work on work guns, guns a lot. That's kind of a, a passion. I had to find something I could do with my hands when I got out of uh, being mm-hmm. a, a mechanic, basically, right, you know. Right. And uh, just working on guns just fell right into what I wanted to do. And it's so everything I've ever done my whole life when I got interested in it. I studied it and studied it and read about it and studied it and uh, and that's what I did with guns. When I started getting real interested in guns, I started reading and studying and looking at everything I could find about every gun that somebody wanted me to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm fairly good at it. I'm not well. One I know perfect. You, you know, you built a uh, couple of pretty nice ARs for people that we've raffled off here yep. from time to time. Sure have. I've, I've built you a know. whole bunch of. ARs for Georgia Carry members because mm-hmm. we did some group buys right. where we bought lowers right. and I I built probably 35, 40 of those guns. I didn't realize you built that many. I knew you yeah. built quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. I've and, got two uh, of them myself. Yeah, uh, I still got and, one of those lowers in my closet. Dude, we'll yeah, pull sure it out. Do. We'll yeah. put it together. Yeah, sure you know, <laughs> it's been, been, and I, I should do that. I should call you because it's been waiting on the expertise. Because my expertise building guns is well, I can well, I can strip well, it, and clean it, and put it back. But that's one, it. One thing that I've done with a whole bunch of these guns is the guy that belongs owns it can sit right behind me and watch me do it, and 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 I'll tell them, you know, I talk people through it while I'm going, and you know, and and give you a chance to learn. How to do it yourself, right? You know, right. Was, In case you want to change something or have a problem with it, exactly. Um, what did we call it? We we raffled off the zombie apocalypse gun or something, wasn't that? You remember about three years ago, we we did a real nice one, put 
put a couple of grand in it, I think, if I'm oh, not mistaken. The first one I raffled off to, yeah. to the guy that yeah. uh, came up to the convention? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, uh, there's a picture of that on the website if you want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Just, to go check if you it hadn't out. seen it. Because um, that's, that's probably about the time you first came on board. Tell, tell him uh, a story about uh, the guy coming up after he found out he wanted a gun, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called the guy. The, the deal was that we were going to give it away during the convention. And it was, uh, you know, the cash three thing that we normally do. Right. And it was for Saturday noon, cash three, the day of the convention. And I believe we were sold out, so we knew we were going get to a, get a winner. Yeah. Tickets, didn't know that all I, the tickets for that gun yeah, sold. Did not, that was a nice one. Did not know that we would uh, be able to get a hold of him or not. And I called him, and he lived uh, over around Savannah, I believe. It was a, uh, quite a ways off. It was off, away, yes. it was either Savannah or Augusta. It was, it was outside either one of those towns, and. And I told him he had won, and he said, well, that's good, you know. And I said, you know, whatever you want to do with it, just let me know. We'll send it to wherever you want to send it or whatever. And he said, okay. He said, I can't come tonight. Okay. Well, he called me back in about an hour and said, I talked to my wife, and we're going to come up there and pick that gun up tonight. <laughs> and uh, That boy had a grin and, from ear yeah. to ear. And they're, they're, I, don't, I don't remember his name off the top I don't of my either. Head. I don't remember his name. I don't remember most of the guys. that won. I remember the guys. I don't remember their names. But – uh, well, at any I'll, rate, I'll never he, forget his face. Yep, you know he, he made sure he was there. He and his wife drove up there, and I think we, uh, I think uh, we gave him dinner that night. Yeah, and they uh, ate with us at the convention. And they then he we presented Danny presented it to him on the on stage, and I think we sent that picture out on one of the updates as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a, that was kind of interesting. That, that guy decided all of a sudden. I think I want that gun right now. I don't want it shipped anywhere. I'm coming after uh, it. And I, I know where the you, the other one went to uh, Judd Kidney. He bought yes, it. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And him and his wife just love that gun. Yep. Uh, yeah. He. I uh, had lunch with him uh, here a little while back, a mm-hmm. uh, couple of weeks ago, something like that. He came by my house on the way. Yeah, way that's back right. Home. He sure did. And uh, we talked about that firearm. So. Um, so you raised chickens. Yep. How many chickens you got now? Right now I don't have but uh, 10. I had a little problem last fall with uh, possums and porcupines. Mm. And uh, I don't have many left no more. Yeah. Well, I, I think it, we're, wasn't, it was raccoons. That's what, yeah, I, I, got a problem. I got a problem with a raccoon now. I think we're down to about 10 or 11 ourselves. Well, they they, they mm-hmm. kind of wiped me out in two weeks, you know. Yeah, it doesn't wow. take long. don't take long, yep. but... Uh, unfortunately, those two are not with us no more, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what's going to happen to this one, too. I that's what to you have to do to them. Yep. Because they, they just, you take them down the road and let them go. They just they come just back. They come right back. You yeah. Know? They, they know something about where that chicken is. Yeah, they know where that groceries come from. <laughs> oh, and uh, I make a, I, got, I bought me a lathe a while back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I've been making ink pens. And I, I made y'all something. Oh, well, good. Oh, that's Thank awful nice said. of you. Yeah. Pass them around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are, those are like the ones that uh, similar to the ones that uh, John made. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, pick one. Well, I did right there. Okay. Well, that, that's Martin, awful nice of you, Danny. It's a bolt action, yeah. by the yep. way. It it's sure a, is. It's a Marshall. It's a uh, shell. Looks like a shell. Look at there. And it's bolt, a, bolt got a bolt action uh, to uh, to extend the the uh, pointer 
let it go back. Yeah, it's got a Thank nice, you, sir. It's nice, got a nice little rifle on there as a as a clip. Yeah, it's got a bent bolt like too, that. so I can put a scope on it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> See what you're writing. That'd be an awful little I, bullet in that gun. I, I hope it helps your spelling a little bit more. <laughs> I've seen some of the. I've seen some of the updates you've requested. I hope that helps your spelling just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what kind of hobbies do you have, Phil? You got any? Uh, I do. I do. I actually repair old arcade machines, uh, Pac-Man, Centipede, oh, yeah? things of that nature. Really? Um, yeah, I pick them up uh, on, on Craigslist and eBay and things like that, and usually people have absolutely no idea what to do with them. Right. Um, the new kids have no idea how to deal with old electronics, a lot of which are discreet. Right. And, and the older crowd, it's just not that many of us left. Right. Uh, and so I repair them, put them back together, and uh, sometimes I sell them, sometimes I keep them. Um, there's two in the local orthodontist office I service. They've been there since my kid was a, uh, was there getting his – my oldest boy is 26 now. Okay, I was going to ask uh, that question. Yeah, since he's been – he had his braces 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I service those uh, just, just – so the kids will have them there to play mm. and uh it's you know it's just a labor of love there's, oh yeah there's no money in it uh you see people selling them on craigslist for 900 or a thousand dollars and you don't realize they paid 300 for it and put 500 in parts in it and 1500 hours of labor yeah, to get it fixed to get it fixed yeah <laughs> so but uh, uh, it's, it's something i enjoy yeah well i uh i i don't really know i think everything i've ever done is a hobby almost i don't know uh can't think of a lot of things that I did. Shoeing horses was a hobby that I turned into turned into making a living out of. Um, and I, I accidentally got into georgiacarry.org. I just one of those things, and then one thing led to another, and next thing you know, I'm What, what got here. you in to start with? Uh, well, I tell you what, we're coming up to break. I, we'll start off the next break with that. Okay. We've got another... Uh, Got another minute or so. I, I've, thought, here, I've wondered that before. What got you started? I, I'll be more than happy to tell that story. I've told it. You need to listen to radio more. I've told that story yeah, on this I, radio program do. a time or two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it, I love like somebody. I walk up to somebody and they'll ask me a question about, well, when are we going to do this? I say, well, you didn't read your, e- your email from yesterday, did you? But I do do that. I read all my emails. <laughs> so, I save them all too. That's how. That's how I catch people. You know, every once in a while, I want to say. Why am I putting these things out if you're not reading them? Well, I know other people are, and I, got, I was the I've same way. I've got a way. GCO folder, and, and I've I was, got every email update that's ever been sent out. I, saved, was, I was the same way. I, I read everything that came through them when I first started. Uh, but at any rate, we, we will come back to that conversation here in just a few minutes. In the meantime, uh, we're getting ready uh, to take another break. We're coming to the end of segment two here. I want to remind you to go to georgiacarry.org and join we need members. Uh, we always need members to help voice, uh, help spread our voice around the capital. Uh, you can uh, find us at georgiacarry.org. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at georgiacarry. I'm at gotyourback64. And you can go to newstalk1160.com and download free commercial-free podcasts for this show. We'll be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour. Beautiful downtown Atlanta. I'm here again with uh, Danny Moore and Philip Doolittle. And I say those names in no particular order, <coughs> just the way they're sitting here. 
Uh, the question was asked of me before the uh, commercial, what got me into Georgia Carey? And it, it's kind of a kind of a weird story. Uh, I um, was walking across my sunroom one evening. Uh, the 6 o'clock news was just coming on. And my wife watches local news. I never watch local news. I do my best not to watch it. And um, I heard... You've been on every station 15 times? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was before that. I didn't like it either. Um, and I could tell you a story about that as well. But... Um, I was walking across the sunroom, and I heard a teaser coming up saying that a uh, state representative was introducing a gun bill to do away with the archaic gun laws in Georgia. And that caught my attention, so I stood there and waited for it to come back on, and it was Tim Bearden uh, with what turned into HB 89. I believe it was HB, I want to say it's HB 705 or something, but it turned into be HB 89. And uh, I listened to him, and I thought, well... I'll just uh, email this guy and tell him that I'm in in favor of that um, because uh, I agree that we needed to change the gun laws. And so I sent him a a message. It was Tim Bearden, if I didn't say that. It's Tim Bearden, uh, who was our first legislator of the year. Award winner, by the way. Yep. And uh, when I got through, I emailed him and said, I'm uh, interested in uh, your gun bill, interested in help getting it passed. Uh, can you give me some more information on it? Well, me being as ignorant as I was at the time, I get an email from him the next morning. It says, go to this website, georgiacarry.org. They've got all the information. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. It's your bill. Why do they have the information? I mean, I, <laughs> I thought, just like most people think, that a senator or a representative goes down there and they write the bill. Well, Not they, necessarily. They, no. They, they may write some of it. And they massage it, but the the impetus for all the bills that are, are written basically are brought by somebody else, one of their constituents or something. So I thought, well, that's kind of weird. So I clicked on georgiacarry.org, and I lived in Fairburn, still do, and the website has the address as Fayetteville, 15 miles down the road, max. <clears throat> so I uh, I went to the website, and I started reading it. And I mean, within about within about a minute or so, I said, where in the heck did these guys come from? I said it a little differently, but, you know. <laughs> and so I read on, and I printed out. Uh, at that time, I don't believe you could join on the Internet. You had to send in a, an application. So I printed out uh, an application and sent my check in. And while I was at it, I printed out about 25 more applications. And... When I would go around to my horseshoeing customers, nearly all of them are gun people, I would hand one to them and say, here, you need to join these guys. And I'd tell them what I knew that they were doing. And I picked, I was, as I say, I was recruiting for Georgia Carrier before I was a member, basically. Okay. And uh, so then uh, we got HB 89 passed, and that was in the, that was effective in the summer, uh, July, July, I believe, 1st of uh 2008 public and public gathering law wasn't it no that, no, that, that, was, that was two years later at okay. 308 yeah. that gave us uh parks uh, public transportation <coughs> uh did away with oh it allowed you to carry into bars that serve uh alcohol you couldn't drink but you could carry into the bars uh it also at that time uh, if you left your gun in your vehicle 
and you loan me your vehicle, or if your wife even got in the vehicle and we got stopped and you had a gun under the seat and I didn't have a license, I would be charged with having a concealed gun uh, without a license. And that took that away. Uh, there were several things that did. It was really a, a good step, or really a great first step. And then a couple of years later, we got the other uh, done away with. But uh, at any rate, in uh, about July, they uh, the I was one of the guys, like you said a while ago, I read every, every word and the updates because I wanted to know exactly what was going on. I have since said I wish I didn't know what was going on because then we wouldn't have to, I wouldn't have to not tell you. But <laughs> but uh, I uh, an email came out, and they were looking for a gun show coordinator down in Forest Park. So I sent them back an email. I told them I'd be more than happy to try it. I didn't. You know, didn't know what the, what the, what I was getting into, but I'd do it. I said, the only thing is, I can't do it until after, I don't remember whether it was like July the 15th or the 1st or something because I was going to Texas for a couple of weeks. I said, I can't do it until I get back from Texas. They said, that's fine. Well, I, I guess what they were telling me is that we got a warm body. We ain't letting you go. Yeah, whenever you can show, you <laughs> show up. So, so I, went to, I went to my first show, my first gun show, by the way, I was a recruiting co- coordinator for Georgia Carey. I'd never even gone to a gun show before. So you you joining up is no different from what Mayor Phillip did. No, not really. Just curiosity yep, about yep. carrying the gun yep. and knowing the laws and, and doing it right yep. and and reading it on the and yep. signing yep. up. And when I went to the when I went to the first gun show, boy, we had some, it was a ragtag booth back then. I don't know if you remember some of those well, things I we those. had. I went to several. And of those. Uh, the first one, first one I went to. I had been to, uh, I'd, I'd done some work in marketing. I'd been to uh, to conventions before. And I, I said, the next time we come in here, we ain't looking like this. And I started changing things. And then um, about probably two or three months later, about the same time we got the new signs, um, I had made several changes. And Ed Stone came to the to the show in, uh, at the expo. Okay. And uh, he walked in, and he was just, when he saw us, he was just beaming because he said, man, I, I saw this from the front door. That looks great, you know. And and he uh, he said, whose idea was this? And I said, it was mine. I got tired of looking at the other stuff. I said, Jeff, Jeff at that time, Jeff Hong uh, was the statewide coordinator. Yep, I know Jeff. And uh, I said, Jeff got the sign. I did the rest of it. And so we talked for a while, and then not too long after that, Jeff uh, decided to go to school, back to school to to get his law degree. I worked some shows with him back in the early days. Yep. And then, uh, and when he did that, then I was named uh, the uh, statewide <coughs> recruiting coordinator, which lasted for about three or four months before I became the executive director. And uh, then it's uh, it's been downhill ever since. Yep. <laughs> You know, I think that's one thing about Georgia Carey that people on the outside or the fringes really don't get. We're we're not a funded organization from Washington. There's no big cash coming into to our group. It's us members right. doing what needs to be done and funding what needs that's to be correct. done. I mean, it it truly is the definition of a grassroots organization. It, it certainly is. It, that's exactly what it is. It's people that are are getting up off the sofa and go getting things done, and you know, I've I made the statement on several occasions that, that if it were just me, 
I, a lot of these things I wouldn't be really worried about. I wouldn't be worried about fighting for them. But I got involved with this, and I'm going to see it all the way through because there's an awful lot of people, such as my grandkids and my kids, yep. who would have to face this. Later uh, on. Yep. Yeah, later. Well, even now. I mean, my my youngest, uh, my grandson's uh, almost 18, and my granddaughter's 20. She's looking forward to getting her carry license. So I, I'm fighting for all those people as well. And as I've said on numerous occasions, uh, I don't really care whether you carry a firearm or not. It's up to you. Yep. You want to? Fine. But I am fighting for your right to make that decision on your own and not have somebody say you can or you can't. And I, I don't want anybody to tell you where you can or can't carry, except for private property owners. I agree. You know, private property owner, that's fine. You you have that right to keep me off of it. But It's always mm-hmm. been about all of the Georgia citizens ever since the get-go. That's correct. You know, it, it wasn't excluding one person or one group of people. Nope. It was every citizen in the state of Georgia. And the funny thing about that, because I hear this all the time about people say, well, you, you guys in Georgia got everything together. You know, y'all, y'all really getting things done. Well, yeah, we do, except for one thing. The, uh, the president of, of Georgia Carey is from South Carolina. The vice president is from uh, Wisconsin. The treasurer and secretary are both from Georgia, and we have one other board member from Georgia. But the founding members, uh, one of them was from Philadelphia. One of them was from New Jersey. Uh, one of the board members is from uh, Kansas, I believe. And I'm from Texas. So tell me about the Georgia guys. You know, it's, it's almost like we all showed up at one time at the right place at the right time in history to get some things done. Because as Mike's we've said before, as we've said before, we were, you know, one of the worst states in the country. And now we're one of the top states in the country. And that's been done over a 10-year period, which is, is, yes. is amazing. Short, a short lot, amount of time. You better believe it. It's Real a short. short amount of time. We, we're respected, et cetera. Uh, down at the Capitol, everybody listens to us and, and respects what we have to say. Uh, we're coming up on another break. Boy, that was a short, that was a short segment. I guess I should quit talking. But uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, well, I hope everybody did. But uh, I want to remind you, go to georgiacarry.org, sign up, renew, read everything we've done. Follow us at Georgia Carry on Twitter. I'm at gotyourback64. Uh, download the free podcast at newstalk1160.com, and we will be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org. This is our final segment for this week. I want to remind you that uh, next week I will have Mike Minkus, one of our, the founding fathers of uh, GeorgiaCarry.org uh, board member who uh, we'll discuss an awful lot of statistics and try to stop a few uh, or put a few gun myths to rest. And the following week will be Tim and Manya Parker, the our treasurer and uh, event coordinator for our convention. So those should be good shows. Listen in to them. We appreciate it. And uh, so now, what else you want to discuss? Well, Jerry, uh, 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 what are the dates for the convention again? August 4th and 5th. Fourth Friday night, 
the fourth and the uh, fifth is uh, the Saturday. That's when most of it goes on. On Friday nights, we normally have, although our our, our itinerary is not totally set, but on Friday night we have our poker night. We have uh, uh, what they call heavy hors d'oeuvres, and you uh, kind of serve yourself it's like a buffet. But I will assure you that Plenty you will not go away hungry. You will. It, it's not finger food. It's good food. Uh, we'll have an open bar uh, or a cash bar, not open bar. I think open bar means I pay for it. Uh, <laughs> cash bar <laughs> means you pay for it, uh, although uh, we do have tickets that we give to a few people every once in a while. Uh, and we will sit around, talk, uh, just discuss anything you want to do. We have a zombie apocalypse shoot, which is a, a little uh, box set up that uh, Chuck Turney came up with and has 10 little zombies uh, little paper zombies about yay tall, about a foot tall. And uh, you get an airsoft gun, and it costs you, I believe, a dollar. What does it cost you? Do you remember? It, no, no, off the top of my head. It, it cost it, a dollar or two. It might be a dollar for a magazine. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking, a dollar or so to shoot, maybe two dollars something. At any rate, you shoot, and each zombie that you knock down, you get a ticket. And we have a bucket raffle. There'll be uh, like 20 buckets around there, and you st- drop your ticket into each one. And normally... The uh, the big prize is a Glock or something along those lines. Uh, and then there's several things that people donate and we use for those. And then after that, or, well, that's on that goes on during all of the convention until we get ready for dinner on Saturday night. That's the only time the that shuts shoot, down. Uh, the jo- zombie shoot. That sucker brings in some money. Um, and then after, uh, after dinner, we have a, uh, a Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament. That we only pray, pay for play for prizes because we can't pay play for money. The Cobb County shut us down on that the first year we were up there. That's gambling. Can't do that. And then the next day we'll have uh, breakout rooms where we'll have breakfast. Number one, we'll have breakfast together. Then we will have uh, different breakout rooms uh, covering different subjects. Last year we had the Marietta Police Department doing their active shooter thing, uh, and then we had several uh, different uh, lectures throughout the day. Uh, our luncheon, uh, you're on your own for lunch unless you're a life member. If you're a life member, then Georgia Carey buys your lunch, and you are invited to have lunch with the speaker, the convention speaker, who this year is uh, Gene Hoffman from Cal Guns. And uh, we eat, ate our lunch there. Then we finish up in the afternoon. The last thing we do is have a meet-the-board session with uh, all the board members and myself get up on stage, and you get to ask any question you want to ask about Georgia Carey. About Gets real Anything you sometimes. want to do, yeah. It, anything we've done or anything we're wanting to do or anything the members want to do, et cetera. And then, uh, then after that, we go back, freshen up a little bit. We have a happy hour, uh, and we have um, our dinner. And after dinner, after our speaker gets through, we have a uh, – we'll have a si- silent auction during the day as well. And then – uh, af- after we eat dinner, we will have a live auction, and we normally have some really nice firearms there, and they bring really nice prices normally too as well. So uh, it, it'll be something along those lines, and it'll be at the Waverly at the Galleria here in uh, Atlanta, and it's uh, it's really a good time to to get to meet people, know people, and etc. And it, it, to you me, can't it's well worth it. Yes, sir. You can carry your firearm. You're expected to carry your firearm. Matter of fact, uh, Mitch Seaball was uh, named uh, the uh, legislator of the year one year uh, after 
SB 308, which did get away with do away with the public gathering law. Uh, he came up, and, and after it was over, he was standing around, you know, kind of giddy, and he said, well, nobody's asked me. And I said, nobody's asked you what? And he said, nobody's asked me if I'm caring. I said, you don't understand. We expect you to be caring. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be a big deal unless you weren't caring. But, uh, and then after the dinner, uh, several of us go down and shut the bar down. There's one guy that's closed the bar every night of the convention since we started nine years ago. He's got to be, be a youngin. <laughs> no, he ain't that young anymore. He's pickled. He's been around long enough. He's pickled, but he. Ain't. <laughs> uh, that would be me. Tim. Tim. Tim Parker was number two, and he fell out last year. So, uh, there we are. So, uh, to get here today, we mm-hmm. had to send you an email with a, a specific number on it to yep. get a chance to get in here, and. Uh, we're, there's a couple of us that are just curious what that number means, and it was wasn't it one eight zero six three four one one eight three zero six four one. Oh, I was close. I was close. Yep, one eight three zero six three one. Okay, that What's is that, uh, that is the number on my Texas driver's license when I was sixteen years old. Okay, <laughs> that's that was, exactly that. what I was going to guess. That was the first uh, <laughs> driver's license I ever had in Texas. In fact. Um, I had the, the driver's license, and then I, I was in the military. And of course, when you're military, the license don't expire. Uh, although I think I did send in and get another one because they had uh, they had gone to pictures, but they didn't put my picture on because I wasn't there to get it. And then uh, after I got out of the, the military, my wife and I um, I got married not too long after I, within a year or so after I got out of the military, actually about eight months. And um, then uh, that was 1971, so that's almost 46 years for y'all that are counting. Uh, and we moved to California in 1974. Yes. No, 1973. Yeah, That's 1973. Well, it was Davis, California. It wasn't. It was nothing like it is now. Nothing, no. Uh, and uh, it, it was it was all right for a while. We didn't, we didn't stay out there but about a year. And so while I went out there, I gave up my driver's license. And when I came back to Texas, we went down to get a... Uh, our driver's license and uh, I told them what my number was and I wanted it back and they said well I said that's my number are you sure I said yeah I'm sure Mm -hmm. and she said the lady said well you know if we issue it and it's expired then it won't do you any good I said it's not expired I know when it was when when I got it because I'm about a year old when I went out there so I still had a couple of years to go and uh so they sent it back to me, and I maintained that number in my Texas very driver's good, license until good. I moved here in 1978. Huh. So uh, that's just a number that popped in my head, and, and it, it was one. Well, I, I used to, <laughs> the reason I memorized it was because every time I'd get a ticket at, at that time, if there was anything wrong on the ticket, then you'd get off the ticket, go down and tell the judge that, no, that's not me. That's every time you get a ticket? Every time I so get I, a ticket. That sounds like a whole lot of tickets. <laughs> I got. I would say a group greater than one. <laughs> but uh, but uh, at any rate, I, that was one of the things that I'd look over and make sure they got the number down right. Okay. And that's how I – That's. I guess that's why it stuck with me because – and I didn't get that many tickets, you know. They, they didn't threaten to take my license away more than once. Uh, but uh, you know how kids are. Yeah, yep. I'll drive too fast. Yeah. Well, actually, I got I got I got two tickets one night an hour apart. One of them was driving too fast, which I wasn't doing, and the other one was I went downtown Dallas 
and uh, we were looking for something. I made a right-hand turn, and about that time, a policeman on the other side of the corner blew his whistle and said, pull over, and I went over, and he said, I said, what the heck did I do? He said, see that sign? No right no turn. No right turn. So I had two tickets within an hour of each other. Uh, I think I got I think I got both of them quashed. My dad had a pretty good lawyer at that time. So, uh, and that's back when you could get those things quashed. But uh, so, well, speaking of numbers and being young, and I, you know, I'm I'm there's been a lot of grousing about it, but I'm really excited about House Bill 280 and what we've done for our young people here in this state. Uh, we we have lost uh, the invisible lines on the camp campuses right. where you could cross the street and find yourself a felon accidentally. Right, and uh, I'm just I, I'm just really excited at, at what we've done and looking forward to what we can do in the future. Yeah, I'm looking forward to working on that bill in the future myself. Uh, and I, I you know there are people and and we know who some of them are that are going around c- complaining about how it's it's no good. Well, it's a whole lot better than it was. And as we stated before. No, after uh, July the 1st, you won't be able to sit over here. A criminal won't be able to sit over here on this side of the street and look over there and say, hmm, I'll take my pick of those guys. Yep. Because they don't know they who's going to be armed. And it's going to take it, it. It takes it to a different level, regardless of what you say. And um, I still remember being one of those guys. And I've, I've got a young child coming up that will be in college mm-hmm. in about four years. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to her having the ability to, to defend herself. I agree with you 100%. Very good. Um, well, we're coming up to the end of the show. I, I feel like I probably did too much talking today, but I think we all had fun. It went too uh, fast. It did yeah. go fast. Uh, and uh, so just want to remind you, a couple of guests coming up, uh, Mike Minkus next week. Yeah, that will be a very interesting show, I will assure you. Tim and Manya Parker the following week will be an interesting show as well. Yep. Give you a lot of information on what's going on. In the meantime, I want to thank you for listening. I want you to go to georgiacarry.org. Either sign up, renew, learn what we're doing, follow us at uh, georgiacarry.org on, or at georgiacarry on Twitter. I'm at gotyourback64. Uh, you can download the news talk uh, or the podcast at newstalk1160.com, and we will see you next week. Thanks for having me, Jerry. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio, hosted by Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. Join us each week for information on protecting your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. GeorgiaCarry.org Radio, Saturday mornings at 8 only on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town.